the digital philosopher's stone. Talking about psionics as an individualist, and we'll touch base on where we're headed in the near future of psionics in so regard to the new digital era. I believe the key to immortality is in the mind of the individual, yet the mind alone is without form. Filling this void is the fabric of virtual worlds, is it not? Combined with psionics, we may further augment our realities as unique parallel world experiences. However, to get this far into a new world of utopian experiences, one must pass through the threshold. Yes, the threshold. This door to a better world, however, I warn you, is warded against by our past beliefs, our biases, challenges of varying degrees of synchronicity. Thus, I must explain to my friends here tonight that distinction between psionics and religious or stereotype thinking. Buckle up, lords and ladies, we're about to teleport you to Air Doctor's interdimensional palace of immortality. Alrighty. Story time, lords and ladies. No, I'm not asking you to suffer one of my sentimental muses. I'm talking real astral experiences here, so do listen closely. This experience takes us back some 30 years ago. Phasing out of space-time as we know it. I found myself staring fixedly at my body, which slumped upon the bed. There was a crown of lights blinking in and out of existence around my little head as I slept on the bed. Without warning, my bedroom fell away from me where I hovered in uncharted realms of infinite darkness. But alas, there was a light, but quite different than what has been described in the good book. And it bent into a perfect circle at some unfathomable distance from my point of existence. And I was, as a pinpoint of consciousness, disembodied, possessed only of singular awareness and mind, but devoid of both name and identity, as I'd been so familiar. The experience was oddly familiar, almost natural, and yet the remnant sentiment of my bodily self, my incarnate being, which now eluded my awareness, pulled at my heart at my emotions, plunging my mind into a fearful frenzy of a desire to return at once to my body. For whatever span of time I was locked in this void, I spent my thoughts upon this circle of light which was out of reach, but clearly I could see into its array of life experiences, dreams unfolding, and realities which played like snippets of film 
or movies of my life, the lives of other people, and of possibilities of existence that I cannot even imagine what it was that I perceived in this ever-expanding ring of light, which seemed to have basically an immeasurable circumference at length. That light did fade, and all at once it snuffed out like a candle in the wind. There, there was, left to reflect upon my own mind, flailing about for something to grasp, to lock on to, and my mind's eye turned inward like an astral stigmatism, a charley horse in my soul. Now I did indeed return from this place, obviously, as I am seated here this evening in my laboratory speaking with all of you, my friends, listening tonight. And what I'd like to do for you now is share with you what value I have brought back from this experience and how this experience, among others, has transformed and evolved my perception of mind, space, time, existence. Have I discovered the map to the legendary Philosopher's Stone? Well, I'll let you decide after hearing the evidence I present you with. The mind seeks a shell. Our brain seeks to communicate with other brains. Our very cells in our bodies communicate with the cells of other bodies around us. Or so these components of our physical selves will make the attempt. That sounds like there is much to be upgraded. What it leaves me with is an understanding of the adventure of living and then the ultimate journey of departing. Somewhere in between these moments over spans of our lives, there is this return to the place from which we began. And once there, we see it clearly for the very first time. And it is within such moments like this that the mind, albeit the soul, has its greatest epiphany. I am. This realization of I am will be the starting point for much debate of independent knowledge and individualistic change. For the remainder of this conversation we're having this evening, my friends, for me, this journey began when I was quite young. The so-called supernatural was knocking at my door, metaphorically speaking. Well, actually, <laughs> in some cases, quite literally. And this is because I have a purpose. We all have a purpose. But do we heed the call? The paranormal surrounded my activities as a child through, on up through my early adult years because I have an assignment. It is to bring this knowledge to you, my friends. This knowledge sets you free. This coming to realization opens the doors to a prospective utopia, independent of the worldly components of time, the worldly 
parameters of restriction and social affairs of the institutionalized state of the world. Now I stumbled in this journey along the way and only did I find ballast in a world beyond what I was prepared for when I began following my inner voice back to the center of my brain. And there I anchored and a clear light filled my cranium with illumination and the removal of a most common primitive fear. I discovered the immortality of self, that of the cosmic all. And I bring this experience to my friends asking you to consider this journey ahead of yourself and what it might bring you and what benefits this realization unfolds for you and what greatness this knowledge can illuminate as a light over the world and all that can become it. Here is the great distinction. Lords and ladies, here is the absolute distinction between the various religions, the dogmas, the stereotypical thinking patterns of our sad world, which is soon to become a distant memory for those lucky few ready to take the journey with me. We seek not to be a helpless child unable to swim in the depths of the cosmic ocean. Rather, we seek to be as a sphere of infernal power, a fire in the ultimate void, lighting our own way with ourselves. And when we arrive at this state of mind, the gods do so cast their fiery cosmic gaze of recognition of one whom is ready to join them in creating something like the greatest psychical sandbox experience ever. This is true. We are the creators of destiny. If we so choose to disregard the fates imposed upon us by this rather limited world we have been presented with up until now, what tools come to us now are nearly as impressive to that of the true power of the human mind. That being the many devices of technology unfolding today into a new spatial web, state machines, blockchains, and, well, mixed reality, both virtual and augmented, digitized into the fabric of the world, the Internet of Things as it is called. These energies, as I had discovered in my very early years of childhood, tinkering with electronics, that of radio, the analog television I assembled in my child wonder years, is parallel to the invisible worlds which comprise all that is paranormal, a precursor to the physical, and once thought to be supernatural to our ancients. Before us today is the ultimate series of tools and instruments, gadgetry, to which our minds will latch onto and create a better reality on many, many levels. But first, I usher my students and you, my friends, to recognize that the power of the individual is to be like a personal internal sun, a brilliant flaming orb of cosmic light, 
to shed off the weakness of our training wheels, so-called, and ride this bike, this game of life, like bats out of hell. And by golly, enjoy our fully unleashed creativity on this planet. I will prepare you for this journey in the Verloc Club. Go to Verloc.club, V-R-I-L-O-C-K.club to train and follow my remote psionics, power metaphysics, and digital philosophy. It's not that complicated, really. I'll make it easy for you. You will begin to recognize the many technologies in the world can be remotely accessed by the power of your mind, whether you fully understand these technical innovations or not, and whereby the things we desire to manifest will be amplified. And we don't have to spend a penny to build these things, from rockets and satellites to artificial constellations, right down to virtual augmented realities and artificial intelligence. These means one can master the world of radionics and psionics in a way never conceived of before. This power is indeed potentially yours, if you follow me, definitely yours. Now I look forward to seeing you all in the club very soon. Don't forget, if you are very new to psionics, I do recommend train up in less than three hours. Take the Verloc Academy at verloc.com, click on the shop page, download that academy, and in less than three hours, know all the basic properties of psionics, which is the fundamental power of the new techno wizard. Then take the big leap, that journey with me in the club to greater and unfathomable realities beyond your wildest dreams to manifest anything you want, whatever you want, whenever you want. Now this does conclude our merry meetup this evening and until next time my friends remember keep the magic high this is air doctor von brillock signing out <laughs>